0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda
1: and Ashley. And today we have a brand new episode, of course. It's Monday. So today we're going to get into a lot of topics to do with mental health. But first, I guess we'll just do a little recap as we always do and just kind of talk about how life is going for us right now. So Brenda, what have you been up to? What's new? Um, Same old, same old, still off work. So that's
0: good i guess i don't know mm-hmm. i've been reading a lot i continuing to read that book that i was talking about last week it's getting really good so for all those people who want to get into manifesting or know very little i definitely recommend you reading that book because it's helped me a lot get in tune with my spirituality and learning about manifestation so that's that i've gone out a little bit more now um last week i did some runs because i had to give some gifts for birthdays i also have some birthdays coming up this week my boyfriend's birthday is thursday my sister's birthday is in like 18 days so lots wow. of birthdays coming do you up. know
1: that you have a count on for her or something
0: well it's june 8th so we're like oh. what, second second last week of may so mm-hmm. a week seven days plus okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I've been, I've been seeing a lot of people out now too, especially with the weather. I've noticed that the weather does bring the people out.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Again, people, yes, they are lowering certain restrictions, but just be, you know, be mindful, be aware, you know, take precaution. They were talking about wearing masks, so continue wearing your masks if you have gloves. I know those type of things are really hard right now to get. Um, We're really low in stock, so for people who do have a lot, you know, sharing is caring, (laughs) so help the others. But yeah, pretty much just trying to to stay focused on what's happening, um, being mindful, still being precautious, and just, you know, doing what I can do to keep busy. How about you?
1: I've done, like, my life is the exact same. (laughs) Like, I've done nothing. I finished Money Heist. That shit was crazy. Oh, I have to start that. You need to start it, Brenda. It's actually the best show ever. It's so, so good. So I finished Money Heist, and I have not really been doing anything. Yeah, I I haven't done anything new, if I'm being honest. I've taken a little break off of, like, social media. I'm still on it, but I'm not using it actively like I used to, and, like, that's pretty much it. I have nothing new going on. No. Oh, I've seen more people. Like I haven't really been in groups or anything like that, but I have seen um, another friend outside of the one person I was seeing. And I've also been like less scared to go out, which is new for me because I've had like a lot of anxiety about being out and going to stores and stuff. So I've been more Mm -hmm. open to that lately. So I actually, I've gone to stores, I've taken more walks and I'm not as like paranoid.
0: Yeah, I think the paranoia is still going to be a thing. I think people will still feel a little scared and worried. Mm -hmm. Until there's a vaccine out, I feel like everyone's going to kind of be iffy if they should do what they're doing, if what they're doing is the right thing. But, I mean... I feel like if you're cautious about certain things, that's all you can really do at this point is just be cautious, be mindful, and, you know, do what you can to not spread what's going on, right? Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. okay, if you haven't seen your friend in so long, great, fine, you know, have a little social distancing gathering, but don't hug them, don't touch them, just keep your distance and still Mm -hmm. show the love you have for them, whether it's six feet apart or, you know, do what you gotta do. I agree, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll get into the episode. So today we're talking about mental health really and mindfulness and how kind of like spirituality can tie into that and just like our own practices and views on the topic in general. So um, right now obviously people are really affected by being in quarantine or being isolated or just maybe paranoia in general is affecting our mental health. So we just want to go into that a bit.
0: Yeah, I know like I wanted to talk about this because I've been seeing a lot of things that have been, you know, released. And yeah, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but um, Kendall Jenner has started this challenge and it's basically to bring awareness to mental health. It's called How Are You Really Challenge? So basically she talks about you know, letting yourself be open and free about how you really feel, and kind of expressing yourself, because I know sometimes, you know, as adults, we have to be more, like, cautious of how, you know, we express ourselves, because kids, you know, they really see that and feel it, and um, right now, especially because also they don't have a full understanding of what's going on, kids are kind of, like, oblivious to see what it is that's really happening, so... They just see basically how you're feeling. And if they see that you're worried, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling sad, they kind of feed off of that. So it's really important to kind of just, I'm not saying to be unrealistic and not see what's going on because it's very clear that we're not going through a good time right now. But it's more so just to be aware that the way you feel and the things that you say can affect your mental being and the people around you.
1: Yeah. So what exactly is Kendall's challenge? What is she asking of people?
0: Okay, so she started this challenge and basically it's letting people express themselves and tell people how they really are feeling. So I know some of us like to pretend or feel like, you know, we're doing okay and things are going to be fine. But through all that, it's a letting yourself really come out and show how you're really feeling.
1: Okay. And what does she want to gain out of this?
0: I guess just bringing awareness to that mental health is a, a thing, and that people, even though they might seem like they're okay and they're doing great, mm. they're not always a hundred. Like they're not always mm-hmm. feeling the
1: greatest, right? Okay, I think it's good when celebrities use their platform to bring awareness to mental health, as long as it's like not just a hashtag ad type of thing, but they really mean it. I like that. I haven't I haven't actually heard of this. I, the first time hearing about this is through you, but um. I guess it's reassuring when you're like someone that looks up to let's say Ariana Grande and Ariana Grande's like, I'm not okay guys, you know, blah blah blah, it's okay not to be okay. And people find reassurance in that, so I guess it could help.
0: Yeah, you can check it out. Um, type in the hashtag how are you really challenge and you'll see it. Um I saw Justin Bieber and Hailey. Haley, Haley.
1: Haley, Hayley yeah. Hailey. <laughs>
0: I saw that we Justin watched the
1: whole freaking season, Brenda, of that show. How do you not know how to pronounce her name?
0: But yeah, Justin Bieber and his wife have done it. So um, it's been around. People have been talking about it. Um, like I said, if you want to search it up, you'll see it. And I think it's good, too. Like what you said, it brings awareness. It lets people understand celebrities. I've been seeing that a lot of people have been doing documentaries, too. Like a lot of celebrities, a lot of, like, you know, idols and things like that. Mm-hmm. Which is good, too, because you get to see their inner their inner life and things that they go through. And a lot of people think that mental health issues are not, like, the biggest thing. But I feel like at some point in your life, you go through something, whether yeah. it's
1: anxiety, depression, stress, or doesn't something. doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have. You could be Oprah. It doesn't matter. You yeah. Go through it.
0: There was also another article that I saw, and it also talked about um how the youth reported feeling sad or afraid because of the coronavirus. And it said that 72% of kids aged 15 to 17 reported feeling sad. And again, it's like what I was saying, like, kids right now, they're kind of oblivious. They don't know what's going on. They understand that school's not open. Everyone's wearing masks. But as you know, kids have a lower understanding of when things like this happen.
1: That's scary. Imagine not understanding what's going on, but, like, knowing that everyone's in a panic. That's kind of scary as a kid.
0: Yeah, it is. And, again, I feel like that's the reason why, right? They see what's going on. They see how people are feeling, how their parents are feeling, how aunts and uncles, you know. Mm-hmm. They're probably not seeing their cousins as much or their friends and things like that. So they they feel things through what they're surrounded by. Yeah.
1: No, I think you're right. Like, we're taught how to feel as kids. So if we see everybody is frantic and anxious, then we're going to be frantic and anxious and not even know why. And it's just going to be like a chain reaction of a whole bunch of people with chaotic energy that we just don't need right now. And like the fact that, I mean, I, I understand why 72% of people, well, kids, but I feel like everyone in general can go into sadness or um, fear because we're trapped in our houses, and yeah. we don't know when this is going to end. Like, if we knew that when this was going to end, I think it'd be a lot easier. Like, as if they could just, like, be like, okay, the streets are safe and the streets were actually safe. But we really don't know. Like, there's probably going to be a whole, a whole new flare up with more cases. And we don't know what's coming. And I think that's where the fear is. So it's important at a time like this to really practice mindfulness and practice, like, grounding yourself so that you don't let people's energy and the situation affect you too much.
0: So, like, during times like this, how would you say you practice mindfulness?
1: I guess I've, like, talked about my routine a lot. But if I'll be specific to this time, what helps me, like, this is my my most frequent routine, is I sage my home and I just remove energy that doesn't serve me. And then I listen to, like, calming music, like, meditation music. I do that and then I journal how I'm feeling and then I usually do that before bed I put in some lavender oil I just kind of relax that way a lot of reading helps me Um, spending time outside going for drives going for drives really I love going for drives and like just understanding that you know having human interaction right now is important like whether it's over the phone on zoom or whatever I think keeping your routine as normal as possible so like if you're used to working, continue working. If you're used to making content, continue doing that. And just try to do what you can to like keep your life feeling normal. And I feel like that helps me personally. What about you? For me, I think I do
0: somewhat the same. I know during these times, it's really hard, I know it is, to try to stay positive. Sometimes people look at me and just like, how is this person so positive during this time? But Mm -hmm. it's more so because I understand what's going on. I'm aware. It's not that I'm not, like, looking at reality. I can see we're going through a pandemic. I know that, you know, people Uh are dying. Cases are going up. But what I try to tell myself is the more you think about those things, the more you're going to stress yourself out and feel anxious. It's just, it's human nature. It's kind of like when you're trying not to think negatively about something, but you're having these thoughts of the what-ifs, that's still you bringing that negativity into your life. So during this time what I like to do is just pretty much always think be thankful for what I have thank God thank the universe that you know yeah things are bad but like again I should be lucky that I have a roof on top of my head you know I should be thankful that I have food on the table I should Mm -hmm. be thankful that I don't have any symptoms and I'm healthy I should be thankful that you know all these things that I I can be grateful for that I shouldn't take for granted so I think during this time just really being aware of your situation itself. Because a lot of times it's like, oh, I don't have a job. Oh, I don't have like those shoes that I wanted to get. Oh, I was going to go get my lips done, but now with everything going on, I can't do that. Or things like that. And it's like, (laughs) <laughs> yes i understand like plans got changed things got yeah. bro like even me i was supposed to be going on a plane to mexico this sunday and it yeah. hurts me but oh it's my like God, that would
1: have been this week yeah the sunday that's so sad that's so sad
0: but what's the point of me moping about it and telling myself like oh i'm not going like it's not going to help the situation yeah. I should be thankful that I didn't go because who knows, maybe I could have went and this whole thing could have been happening while I was there and the situation could have been worse. Stuck there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I always like to see the brighter side of things, especially during this time because, again, I don't want to mope about it. I already feel the sadness of that everyone's mm-hmm. feeling, so there's no point in me adding to that.
1: Mm-hmm. And, like, you can feel sad about it as long as you don't sit in the sadness. Like, for example... I wish I could get dumb stuff like my nails done and this and that. And like, I wish I could be traveling. And of course, like we're all going to feel that. Like, I'm not saying, like we're not saying don't feel sad. Don't feel anything, but don't sit in the sadness. Like allow yourself to feel, let the feeling pass, move on and understand that like, and understand that things could be worse. And we're actually pretty lucky to be able to quarantine and get money from the government and be safe and be healthy as possible. So just try and put yourself in check and like rewire your brain to like understand that if that thought enters your mind you can change that and just kind of put it into a different direction
0: exactly and I agree with you in terms of the meditation and the journaling Mm -hmm. meditations I don't do too much I do you know always ask for thanks and I'm always you know being grateful for that kind of stuff but journaling is something I do and I started recently this year I would say yeah journal journaling is good for people who don't like to journal I know for me it was hard in the beginning because um, I remember Ashley was telling me about it and I just personally not the type of person to just write on a piece of paper but there are guided journals one of which actually got me I really like it's an a.m. yeah a.m. and (laughs) p.m. journal and I really like it because it pretty much has things for you to talk about during the morning so you do your reflection when you get up and you write you know the things that it asks you and then before the nighttime it will say okay so how did that make you feel what did you do things like that um for people who again aren't very into journaling i think that's a good way to start is just getting into Mm -hmm. guided journals for sure that really helps and also the way you feel because the way you feel is going to reflect you know how you go about with life so if you're mm-hmm. feeling down you know shower do your m- morning routine try to get yourself back into that energy and then try to get yourself back into that wellness for you to feel uplifted again
1: mm-hmm. exactly
0: talking about wellness and how i was talking about your energy um i know i mentioned the book asking and is given um i think it's a really good book it's it really gets into your spirituality and tells you like certain things of how to, you know, become more positive. Yeah, so this book really talks about um, the sources of energy. And one thing that really caught my eye was when it said that the way you feel attracts the source of energy that you're feeding off of. So basically, anything that you say will be given to you. So even if you say it out of spite, like saying something like, you know, I wish... I wish the world would just end already because I'm just so tired of it. By you saying that, you're allowing the universe to give you what you're asking for. And that's basically what the book is about. Once you ask for something, it is given to you. It's just a source of whether you're going to receive it or you're having that resistance between receiving it and asking for it. Anything you do, whether it's asking through your attentions, asking through your wantings, or asking through your desires... The universe can feel that sort of energy off of you, and it's basically trying to give it to you. So again, when you're in that negative mindset, you have to be aware that anything you say, anything you do, or even how you feel, you're letting the universe attract that to you.
1: Mm -hmm. It's like you're giving it permission. It's like if you're shopping, let's say you're struggling financially, right? and you're shopping and you're like I'm broke I can't afford that oh my god I can't buy anything here like this is all too expensive for me what do you think you're telling the universe you're telling the universe I'm broke I'm broke I'm broke I can't afford that too expensive so what do you think the universe is gonna give you less finances that's why like when you're going through things you have to be so specific with your wording like I'll never sit here and be like I'm so broke I'll say I'm not in financial abundance because what is the universe here financial abundance what does it give you financial abundance doesn't understand not.
0: That's actually a good point though, because I read in the book too that even by you saying those type of things, you're still technically inviting that into your life. You're inviting it, yeah. Because it's like for example, if you're talking about, let's say a car, right? That that was Mm -hmm. one of the examples I had there. So it talks about a car and you know, you have a car and let's say your car's not in the greatest shape and it keeps breaking down on you. So uh-huh. you keep saying like, oh, I want a new car. I want a new car because this car's garbage. Like it's not uh-huh. functioning for me. You're saying that you want a new car and you're making that clear. But by you reflecting on your old car and saying, you know, this car's garbage, this car doesn't work. You're still allowing your mind to reflect on the car that you have. So you're not giving the energy that you should be giving towards getting a new car because you're still exactly. idolized and still talking about the car that you have. So the biggest thing is what I tell people, again, I know it's hard not to think about the negatives. It's so hard to not think about the what ifs is basically I remember Ashley talking about it in one of the episodes is having a vision board. That is really Mm -hmm. good because even if you have your what ifs and your doubts, every time you look at it, you'll realize what it is you truly want. And that's the thing, too, with the way of manifesting things. It's like. No matter what, whether it's spoken or unspoken, you're transmitting that vibration to the world. So the same way about that car is basically how you can relate it to the life we're living right now, right? So if you continue to think about the pandemic and think about all these things that are going on in the world, you're pretty much letting your mind think that all these things are not going to end all these things are continuing to happen because you're just allowing your mind to continue to think that way again you're not working and the whole pandemic has you you know self-isolated be thankful be thankful that you don't have to be putting your life at risk like all these other people be thankful that you know you still have a source of income and you're still able to stay safe and if you're one of those people who are working outside and who are on the front line, again, there's also other things you can be thankful for that, you know, you're working again, that you're getting a source of income, that your company's allowing you to keep working while still staying safe and using, you know, the equipment that they're providing you with.
1: And like going back to what you were saying about like the law of attraction and stuff in general. And if you guys aren't familiar with the concept, like, that's pretty much what Brenda was um, referring to, that, like, ask and it is given, like attracts like, law of attraction, right? So it's true. In these times, if you're stressing about, oh, my God, I don't want to catch corona. Oh, my God, like, I'm anxious and blah, 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 blah. It's just not, it's not good for you. You got to focus on what you were saying, like, all the positives going on. Um, I remember there was this, like, this global mass meditation on, I think, April 4th. And this was like an energy shift meditation that pretty much on April 4th at I think 7pm all across the world there were millions of people all meditating at once to bring in positive energy to kind of shift where the coronavirus like pandemic was going. So like it did a lot in terms of lessening people's stress and all that stuff and just giving the world a more positive perspective on everything and I think that's the most important thing. If you're trying to practice mindfulness, if you're trying to up your mental health, if you're trying to, you know, just be better in general, I think focusing on like positivity is the most important thing because it will all go back to whether you believe in it or not, it'll all go back to the law of attraction. And you're going to just get back what you give out and what you think about.
0: Exactly. And one thing that you guys should be very mindful of is you are the creator of your own reality. So anything you feel, anything, you want you are the creator of it so by again going back to what we talked about if you're if you really want something you want the world to get better but you're feeling sad about everything that's happening it's not gonna work because basically for you to want things to get better you have to feel good about it you know you have to think of the positive things yes things are starting to open people are becoming you know more aware people are allowed out think about all the good things and feel good about it you know the way you feel and the things you're trying to portray or, or get out of it have to be aligned. Mm-hmm. It's It goes back to manifesting. You can't want something and not feel it. You have to want it, feel it, and just sense that it's all in alignment and that's how things can get better. So even when you're trying to overcome depression, if you keep telling yourself like, yeah, I'm going to get better. Yeah, one day I'll decide to do this. Yeah, one day that you are saying it but just by the way you're saying it you can tell that the way you feel isn't the same way that you're trying to portray it so just be mindful again the way you say things and how you feel have to be aligned Um, you can't just say that you know things are going to get better one day or one day this will go like you have to speak it into existence
1: And I think it's also important for people to understand that if you can't do that, that's okay. Like, if you can't be positive or align your thoughts and your feelings, that's okay. But don't go for the opposite. Let's say um, you want to get better and your feelings are not in alignment with the fact that you want to get better. I'm not saying force yourself to be happy, but also try hard not to be sad, as simple as that sounds. Be neutral Because when you're neutral, at least you're not attracting negativity. You're just neutral. You're going to be in the same state. When you're ready, start working on attracting more positive things in abundance. Because sometimes we can't really just tune into I feel great when we don't feel great. And that's okay. You'll get there. But I think placing limiting beliefs like one day I'll feel better, like you were saying, that will always kind of stunt your growth. So just get rid of limiting beliefs and try and just let yourself feel things Let the feelings pass and then go from there because you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself to try and be better in a day. Like, there's no timeline. There's no nothing. It's all really just, you're just a work in progress, and that's okay.
0: So I have a question for you. For someone who is having trouble connecting to their spiritual energy, what advice would you give
1: them? I say start by getting to know yourself. I'm, like, the biggest advocate for self-awareness. I think once you start to understand yourself, then you'll have more desire to dig deeper into yourself. And at that point is when you're going to be able to tune into like your spiritual energy. So for example, um, to get into your spiritual energy, I think you need to A, be very open minded. I think it's always good to find like a mentor of some sort that is, you know, already in tune that you can ask questions. How did they get into it? How did they start their journey? I think starting your journey um, is obviously like a beautiful thing. The whole awakening process is a great thing. YouTube is a great fucking place to find out. I always fucking bring up Leora Alexandra. Look her up. Look up people's spiritual awakening experiences and see what you're going through and all that stuff. Um, reading books. There's lots of different books that you can find on it. And just understanding that you're not going to wake up and be like the most spiritual person in the world and meditating for hours you know what i mean it, it doesn't have to be that way so just be like patient with yourself and i guess that's like my main piece of advice or you can just fast forward the whole process and take some shrooms take some ayahuasca <laughs> have an enlightening awakening experiences and there you go ego death boom you're a hippie It actually goes that way. It really does. People will be like the most shallow, simple-minded person. You know what? I'm like joking, but I'm also not. I'm not in a way because these drugs, like psychedelics in general, even weed, even weed, will jumpstart your awakening process. I'm not saying go do drugs at all. I think these are the type of things that like you need to be monitored with. Also, I haven't like done shrooms or ayahuasca, by the way, in case anybody's wondering. Um, you need to be monitored and stuff but if you are someone that's like <laughs> you know into psychedelics this shit will jump start your process uh, like it's crazy
0: you know i recently saw what shrooms look like i've never like really They're seen ugly. it seen it no it looks it literally looks like dried up mushrooms that's yeah. all it is is.
1: Mhm. it's weird not that
0: i've tried it i haven't either but i've saw it anyways let's not get into it but yeah That is very good that I, I agree with all of that. I think it's very important. Um, again, for someone like me who wasn't very spiritually in tuned, um, I started off with, as Ashley said, I watched the YouTube video. We talked about it. She kind of made me understand it more. The thing with me too, is if I don't understand something, I don't like to practice it. I don't like to Mm -hmm you know get too involved because i don't know what i'm getting myself into so if you're like me um the book really helped me because it 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 lets you know and it tells you too. like spirituality is connected to god too the way you feel about the world is is also how you feel about god like they're not i remember one time i you know i thought all this spirituality was and i mentioned that yeah but now that i read into it i understand it more i'm more aware of it so, again, I know I keep talking about it, but get the book. It's really good. Read it. It'll make you understand things more. And journaling, again, that is really good, too. I started it, and it helps me It helps me feel more motivated, too, because I know there's times where I talk about things, and then I'll be like, oh, I actually did improve in this, or I did do good in this. And it makes you feel happy because yeah. you see that progress. You see that, you know, the journey of how far you've come so it it does really help again for some people who are very iffy like i was you know it, it can happen it can happen you just have to really put your mind and soul
1: into it and what's interesting is like they can actually backtrack on the episodes and hear the process that you've been through in a way in the progress like the progression like they're hearing you talk about this concept in this episode for a couple minutes and knowing your shit but they also can go back and hear you talk about what the fuck is the law of attraction you know what i mean so everybody starts somewhere so if you're starting your journey then just know that like everyone starts off not knowing anything at all exactly. i remember the day that i read the secret the secret changed my life and i was changed forever the secret have you read it brenda no no, right? no. it's kind of like same concept as the book that you're reading it's, it's probably the one that you should read next because the secret is, is life-changing. Um, so there's always going to be that book or that movie or that video or whatever it is or that fucking drug that's going to wake you up and change your life. And then once you wake up, you can't really go back to sleep because you know too much and now you want to continue your journey and figure out more about yourself, the universe, spirituality, all that stuff. So like it's actually a really beautiful thing if you're open enough to try to understand it and get into it it's really cool so i have a question so what are some tips that you can give someone who's trying to heal from sadness like in relation to kind of what we've talked about today
0: so that's actually a really good question um healing from sadness is very hard everyone goes through different stages and everyone tries to um get through it differently there's people who try to ignore it and continue to do what they're doing i remember that um in the last dance with uh, Michael Jordan, they talked about how when, when Kurt lost his father, he was more involved into basketball. He tried to keep his mind away from the sadness and use something to kind of ignore how he was feeling. So I, t- I think that a lot of us try to do that in a sense where we try to ignore how we're really feeling and try to substitute it with something else. And I think it's really important for in order to heal from that sadness is you have to accept it. Because a lot of people, what they do is try to run from it. And I guess that does help and work for some people. But with that, I feel like it does come and haunt you later because you didn't really go through the crying process, the feeling and having to like, you know, feel the sadness inside of you. It's kind of like when people talk about not being a good communicator. If you don't talk about things, you're not going to become better. So if you don't go through the sadness and and the tears and feeling what is really inside of you, you won't be able to heal from it. I agree. I think it's very important to, through the healing, you have to go through certain processes. You have to feel it. You have to understand it. And then take the time you need to overcome what it is you're feeling, right? And there's there's no timeline. There's no way to really go about it. It's just how you're how you're feeling and how you overcome
1: it yourself exactly and you have to be patient with yourself because you might need two months to heal from something you might need eight months you might need whatever but just like i said a couple times in this episode sit with the feeling if you're sad be sad just feel it because if you think about it yes you're sad and You know, you're depressed or whatever. Okay. It's not a good thing. We know this. But also, all that means is that you're sad. Like, you could still go on with your life. You could still do things. You can still get things done that, you know, you might have to do. Maybe you won't be at your best potential, but you can still eat. You could still shower. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I feel like there's obviously like the suppression, which is not healthy, which is what Brenda was saying. But there's also, the people that feel the sadness but this stops them from doing anything or being a human or living their lives you can be sad but just know that that's all that that means and wake up get what you need to get done done and then go back to your sadness you know what i mean because i had a phase where i was like really 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 upset in like december january and i wasn't eating i wasn't doing anything i couldn't sleep i wasn't working i wasn't doing shit And then like, I finally woke up one day and I was like, okay, like, I can still feel the way that I'm feeling, but it doesn't mean that I have to not do anything. I can answer my emails. Am I gonna be miserable while I'm answering my emails? Yes, but I can still answer my emails. Because I feel like sometimes we've put pressure on ourselves to do things genuinely. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna sit here and film a video and love to film it, but I can sit here and film a video and tell my viewers, hey guys, I'm sad, I'm in a bad mood, but I still wanna make content and talk about what I'm going through. I'm getting shit done. But, you know, maybe it's just not in my best work. So, like, what I'm trying to say is don't put pressure on yourself to be 100 when you're not feeling it. If you're at 2%, be at 2% and just know that all that it means is that you're at 2% and you will get up there again. And let yourself heal. Let yourself feel everything. That's just, that's the main thing because it will come back.
0: Yeah, and again, like sadness is part of human. It's part of nature. You're going to feel it. It's just like happiness. It's just like all the other emotions that we go through. So Mm -hmm. it's perfectly normal to feel sadness, especially during this time. But it's just to have a more understanding of you are the, like I said, you are the creator of your own reality. So if you want to be sad, then that's what's going to happen. If you want to let yourself heal and, you know, understand that, yes, we're going through a rough time. You know, we're going through a lot right now and you feel it and understand it. But again, you try to reflect that to another energy so that you're not so down, so that you're not so depressed, so that Mm -hmm. you're not feeding off of that sadness. Right. And it's like Ashley said, it's perfectly normal to feel that way. And it's fine to express yourself the way you want to. But just know that that's just a stage in your life, that that's an emotion that you're going to be able to get through if you continue to, you know, think positively and try to be grateful for what it is that you do have and things that are that are going really good right now versus exactly. all the stuff that's happening
1: yep 100 all right guys so i hope this episode helped someone if you're going through it that's okay you will you will get over and go through what you're going through and i hope that this episode was able to give you some clarity and some advice on how to deal with some things
0: yes and again guys if you know you have questions or you want us to answer anything that you're feeling or things that you're going through you know feel free to dm us and our instagram account our instagram account is let's get real the podcast and our twitter account is let's get real pod our youtube channel is
1: let's get real podcast you can look us up give us a subscribe leave some comments don't forget if you ever need advice hit us up on any platform And stay active and engaged on our social media because we do post updates on there about our episodes and resources for previous episodes that you might want to find out links to and stuff like that. So there's that. Uh, I guess that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed. We will be back next Monday. Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, guys. Thanks again for listening. Um, Make sure to share it where you can. Share it to your friends, family, anyone that you feel like needs to listen to this. Hit them up. Uh, Make sure to comment and give us that five-star review on Apple Podcast. And we'll be back again next week with another episode. Bye, guys. Bye.